What up, everyone? This is Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 49. And yeah, come like I've said before, I'm shocked that I've even come this far. Like, I thought this was just going to be something fun to do, just like on the side, just like just messing around. But no, I've just been growing this podcast more and more. I just keep doing it, keep grinding. And yeah, like I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing pretty well right now. Outside of the YouTube, outside of the YouTube um, week ban, which um, I believe today is the last day of the ban, and tomorrow I'll be I'll be back on YouTube where I'll be allowed to post again. Can't wait for that because like I'm ready to get back to YouTube. Like I I've had, like I know I've I know I can't be on YouTube. Like I I know like um YouTube is a pretty like, very censored um, media company. Like you get like you're not allowed to say a whole lot of stuff on there. But when you look at it, the technology as good. I like Rumble. And I like BitChute, but the technology on YouTube is is superior. It is, and plus you get more views on those places as well, and you have a much wider range of audience. Like um, you can go to any other um site like YouTube, similar to it, but those views that you get are just like a small, teeny, teeny fraction of the views you get on YouTube. Because, like, without YouTube, you're pretty much done. Like, you might, you might as well not even do it at your show at all. Because, like, you're not going to get any views. Like, well, at least that many views. You'll get barely anything. So, yeah. I'm mad I can't do it. I'm, I'm mad that it's like that. But, hey, it is what it is. Gotta, gotta go with it. So, yeah. Like like I said, I, I'm, mad, I'm mad about it as well. But, yeah, we just got to deal with it. Yeah, with what we have. We just got to do what we can with it. All right, now, we're going to get into some of the, we're going to get into the main topic here today. As you can tell by um, the title of the video, or the episode, I should say, because if you're listening to audio, Joe Biden, or Brandon, <laughs> yeah, is one of the worst presidents in American history. He totally is. Like, I know a lot of people have him as the worst president of all time. Well, right now, currently, I have him at, at number two. The only president, in my opinion, that is worse than Brandon or Biden, whatever you want to call him, the only one that's worse than him is Woodrow Wilson. Now, like, and now, like, yes, Woodrow Wilson, if, he, if you asked him, he would call himself a great president. He truly would. But then when you look at it, it's like, yeah, it's kind of a little unfair, though, because, like, Woodrow Wilson knew what he was doing with all the terrible things he did. I shouldn't say just terrible, awful, horrendous things he did. But, and Biden doesn't know what he's doing. He truly doesn't because of his dementia. It's like his, he's so deteriorated, it's not even funny anymore. It, it's not funny at all because, like, it's, it's actually kind of bad to even make fun of him. Like, I know it's, it's actually almost, it's almost, um, what I'm trying to say, it, it's almost it's like it's almost a shame to make fun of fun of him any anymore because like it's so he's it's so obvious he's deter he's so deteriorated that it just it, it takes out of the fun. So yeah, but yeah, but but yeah, like um yeah, but Wilson is is worse than in my opinion. Now I have Biden at number two. So and plus with his dementia and Biden doesn't even know what he's doing. I don't want to give him the honor, the pleasure of even being number one. So I'm going to have him down at number two. So, yeah, it just that just makes a whole lot more sense to me. So, yeah, you can you can disagree with me on that, but 
but still, that's just my view. Like, yeah, I can do an event. Like, I eventually in the future, I will do like a, I might do a full on video on it. Like, who I think like all the worst presidents are, all the best presidents are, like stuff like that. Like, I, I, I'm still looking at things to do in the future, but yeah. We're gonna go right into this article right here today. We're going to read right into it because this is actually going to be something really, really interesting. Give me one second. This thing is not is not doing so. This system right here. Sorry about that. Okay, uh, there we go. Right here, as you guys can see this. This is, this is from Breitbart. Joe Biden, or Brandon, <laughs> admits to elite donors. Yep. As you know, Biden is one of the elites, and it's easier he's easier to control because his dementia is so bad he doesn't, doesn't even know what he's doing. So literally, like he's like they, the the elites and the Illuminati, they tell him everything to do, and he just goes with it, and he doesn't know any better. It's a little unfair, but still though. And he admits to this: we're gonna live with this inflation for a while. There you go. You heard it from the horse's mouth. We're going to be living with inflation for who knows how long. If you look, if you go to the grocery store and look how expensive all the food is, or like it, it's ridiculous. Or if you go to the gas pump and you, and, and you see like how expensive gas is now, like it's re, like recently, it was either yet to, it was either today or yesterday where it actually topped five dollars a, ga- a gallon world um, in the U.S. It did. Yeah, yeah. as bad as it, and that's just and that's the entire the entire country. And like in California, it's like not like almost ten. It's like um seven, eight, nine, nine dollars somewhere around that area. I, I I'll have to look more into that, but it's somewhere around that area. It, it and like thank God I do not live in California. And guess what? These elite, the Democrats, they've said publicly they want to. They basically want the, the the entire country, the entire country to be like California. Like that. That is the most pathetic thing that I've ever heard. One of them, I should say. And that just goes to show what their agenda is. Like, their entire agenda is to basically control people. And in their agenda, with to control people, is with the Great Reset. Because the Biden administration is going along with the Great Reset. It was going to go along with it the moment, um, right before um, they got in, he got inaugurated. But now that he's fully in, uh, fully in, like, he's going full on in. Like, he's going with it. Yeah. And, like... There was a video I made, like I made a joke about um, 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 Biden at Bohemian Grove or Skull and Bones. I forgot. It was like one of those. That video is no longer up because, because like um, YouTube took it down. So yeah. But yeah, I'm I I'm not gonna say that joke on here this episode. But if you want to watch it, go watch go watch it on Rumble or BitChute. It's episode five, Bohemian Grove, Skull and Bones. That's the episode. You want to go take a look at it? Just hear that joke. Go watch. Go watch that. Or if you're listening to it on the audio, just go go look for episode five because that's what it is. President Joe Biden or President Brandon shifted his, or better yet, former Vice President Vice President Joe Biden. That's better. Shifted his narrative on inflation at a California fundraiser Friday night. Despite his administration administration stressing for months that inflation was only temporarily, and who actually believed that when um, they said that? Truly, I want to know who actually believed that. 
Like, if you actually believe that was true, yeah. And plus, a lot of people, Democrats and on these leftists say, oh, inflation is happening worldwide. It, like, when you're coming out of this C-19 lockdown, you're going to have inflation. It's going to be here for temporarily. Uh, it's, it's, it's still here, and it's getting worse and worse. Yeah. And, and plus, with all... And plus, um, with this gas prices as high as it is, why did they shut down the Keystone XL pipeline or shut or shut down like um, federal leaves, um, um, leases on, um, on 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 land for drilling oil? For real, why? Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And Biden here says it. He says it right here. We're gonna live with this inflation for a while. He said it. He said it right there. Biden said at the event, it's going to come down gradually. Yeah, right. But we're going to live with it for a while. How long is a while? How long? Is it 2024? Is it 2030 when the Great Reset is supposed to be fully in place? Is it later on down the line? For real, I want to know. You know why? He doesn't know. He doesn't. He won't say it because guess what? It's never going to come down. The entire goal of this inflation is to destroy not just the American economy, but destroy us, the people as a whole, so that we have to beg for the government for help, which is, is part of the Great Reset. You will own nothing and you will be happy. And because we will own, we are actually own all your property. Well, even though it's not technically your property anymore. And on top of that, on top of that, we'll own you. Yeah. And it'll make you, and it will make you happier than you ever been before and than you ever will be. Yeah. That just lets you know what this is going to go. The Beverly Hills fundraiser with wealthy Democrat donors, yep, Democrat donors, was hosted by billionaire Haim Sabin. Sabin? Uh, yeah, a media mongol. Mongol. So, yeah, this obviously this Haim guy, Haim Sabin guy, is one of the elites as well. Almost positive on that part. There's a lot of the a lot of billionaires that you see. They're actually technically a, a, a lot of these elites they're connected to them now not every billionaire there is is an elite aka trump he's not one well he used to be but he's not anymore but not every billionaire is an elite just letting you know that i mean i don't know if this guy is one for a fact i'm, I'm just going to take a guess he possibly is but i'm not going to say i don't know i since i don't know i can't say like he is for a fact That was a slightly different message from the more positive one he issued to Americans while visiting the port of Los Angeles earlier Friday afternoon. Yeah, okay, positive. I want to see what um, he says right here. Inflation outside of energy and food, what what the economics economists call core inflation. Yeah, core inflation, corn, core infl- inflation, whatever you want to call it moderated the last two months. <sighs> Biden said, not enough, but moderated. It's come down. <laughs> come down? Come down. The inflation has come down. Oh, my God. How pathetic is he? And we need it to come down much more quickly. You're not trying to make it come down. And plus, it has not come down. Your goal is to make it go even further. Why? Because you're trying to push this Davos um, agenda, the Davos Group agenda, which is the Great Reset. Yeah, I'm almost positive that he has won with them. Oh, I didn't see, I didn't see this article, but I'm gonna go take a look at this later on, later, later, 
It says Representative Cory Bush, who is a member of Congress, says Buffalo Shooter was indoctrinated by Tucker Carlson. Oh, my God. That is all. Oh. oh, my God. you got to be kidding me. This is this this is this is what the, the elites do. These Democrats do. They keep coming after Tucker because they hate Tucker because Tucker actually is likable. He's funny and he has a lot of influence and he's a, he, he's extremely popular. So that yeah. According to the latest customer price index numbers for May, month to month, core inflation was at zero point six percent, the same percentage it was in April. Year-to-year -year core inflation was up 6% in May compared to a year ago. <laughs> yeah, down from 6.5% in March. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a lie because, like, I've seen – I if you go to the gas pump or go to, um, to um, um, the supermarket, you will see that there's no way that's true. That's just a, a lie. That the fake number – there are fake numbers that are being reported like that. There just are. And you're not going to convince me otherwise. The president has failed to offer any new solutions to solve inflation, despite calling it his top economic priority. Uh, yeah, your top economic priority is um, making sure you guys can is, is pushing the Great Reset, which is to, to globalize the U.S. economy so that we cannot be independent. And basically, like, um, so that you guys will own all of our stuff and like you'll own us pretty much. Like they said. You will own nothing, and you will be happy. Like they, the World Economic Forum put that that art, that video out there, thinking that people would would agree with it, and they had to delete it because because of the backlash to it. So, yeah. During his speech, Biden blamed oil companies. Oh my God! For high gas prices and shipping companies for high shipping prices. Here's the thing. The inflation has gone up so high is what the, these companies, these oil companies and like these shipping companies, they have to raise prices to 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 um to make up for that money, that lost money. And here's the reason why. Like literally there was a, it got so um outrage, outrageous with the gas prices that they, that they literally had to put a pie chart on the pump station where, where it showed like where um, ever, all of it was going. And like almost all of it of the, on the pie chart was just taxed like and, and taxed. And like just a small sliver of it was profit. So they were showing like, hey, we're not the ones screwing you guys. So, yeah, they had no choice to They just let you know. And, say, and basically practically the same thing with these shipping companies. They're losing money with inflation. So they have to um, raise the prices in order to, 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 to make a profit. Because guess what? If your company does not make a profit, your company will go under. And like um, if you're and like um, if your company is going in the wrong direction, losing money, your board will probably vote the C. The board will probably vote the CEO out to put someone in there to make sure they can that can put them on back on the right track to make profit, because that's what the, a company's goal is to do. Their goal is to make money, whether anyone likes it or not. That's what a company is supposed to do. And without revenue and without making a profit, there will be, there would be no companies at all. And like if there would be no companies, you would have no access to that kind of stuff. So yeah, and also like um, and like with this gas prices thing, they're actually trying to. This is intentional because they want people to get. They want to get rid of um gas cars. They they want that's what part of the, their green deal is. Is their green deal is like um making electric cars, and basically so that it'll limit people's travel 
because guess what? These electric cars, they're pow- they don't have enough that much power as you think they do. They're like like uh, literally, the batteries will drain um fast. It will drain fast. And plus, on top of that, here's another thing: T- to make the batteries for those um electric cars, like those batteries, um they're like they they they're made with the rare earth minerals, and the U.S. has like is like is is like um has a very slim percentage of those rare earth earth minerals. And guess who dominates all those rare earth minerals? China. And guess what? When we when the botch in Afghanistan happened, look what happened. Who took over those rare earth mineral mines? China did. And guess what? China dominates the the rare earth minerals. And guess what? They're trying to make us dependent on China. Cuz they want China to be to they want everything to come out of China. And that's what the elite's goal is. Their goal is to make America is to is to have to make China the world's dominant superpower, because they, they are angry that the, America is the world's dominant superpower, and they don't want that. So what they're doing is they're trying to intentionally destroy the economy, so that the, and, 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 and the economy and and everything like that, and make China the world's dominant superpower. Because guess what? China obeys everything the elites tell them to do, pretty much. Like they take over the slave, la- they take over the, sl- the manufacturing wo- with worldwide with the slave labor in China. That's li- literally what they do. And like what they want to do is too with this in Ukraine thing, they want to make Russia um the the number two behind um China, like how the UK is the number two right behind the US. Like right now, the US and the UK are Batman and Robin, and right now China and Russia are um are Joker and Harley Quinn. So guess what? We are at this at a dangerous time right now where this is happening. And I mean, uh, and when I say dangerous, I mean dangerous. So we have to watch our backs at this moment. So, yeah. yeah. He also blamed all of the food and gas hikes on Russia, Russian President Vladimir Putin. Oh, my God. Inflation and, and everything was going was and gas prices were going up even before the Russia-Ukraine war. It was. Even though prices were already rising before the invasion of Ukraine. Yeah. That just lets you know where this is going. So, yeah. You, they blame Putin for everything. That's what the Democrats and these leftists do. So, yeah. And, and, and like, they, all, and they, they try to lie by saying... Oh no! This didn't. This wasn't happening. All this is all Putin's fault because all because of the war right now. So we had to shut down on um, Russia, Russian oil, and like um, so, and like we had to put sanctions on Russia. So blah 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 blah. This is all nonsense if you look at it. It's complete nonsense. Yeah, I understand Americans are anxious, and they're anxious for a good reason. Brandon said. Adding, we have never seen anything like Putin's tax on both food and gas. Like, like I said, it was already going up before um, the Russia-Ukraine war. It was. You can go look it up right now if you want to. This is just where it, it has gone. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm um, speaking of all this and gas things. Like, um, as you guys know, um, if I, there was a there's a YouTuber I follow. His name is Paint the Trump. Well, his actual name is Jeff, but he has a channel called Paint the Trump. And like he put out this funny video, like um, t- it was either today or the yesterday, and like it was pretty funny. So I'm actually going to show you that video right now because it's I got to show you it. It's pretty hilarious. So yeah, give me one second. I'm bringing it right up here. Uh, you're gonna like this video he made. So yeah, wait, no, is that the wrong? Is that the right one? Okay, no, that's a different one. My mistake. I'm gonna uh, go down there and look for the right one. 
I'll show you that video later today. I think I might. I might. I don't know for a fact. Uh, where is it? Um, um, okay, no, I have to go to his Twitter to go to it. Sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Um, let's see. Uh, I retweeted it, so I'm going to show you guys what it, what it was. Uh, this right here. You're going to like this right here. This is actually pretty hilarious. Uh, hope you guys can hear it. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Look at that. $5 for a gallon. Almost $6 for one gallon. Putting putting um, Biden, I did it stickers all over the pump station. <laughs> like, look right here. This is pretty funny. $53 for almost 11 gallons of gas. Oh, my God. You just see that right there. $53 for uh, almost 11 gallons of gas. <laughs> oh, my God. $80 for 16 gallons of gas. <laughs> you see how stupid this is? It's so, uh, it's so fucking, oh God, I shouldn't have swore. I should not have sworn. Like, yeah, I dropped an F-bomb. Sorry about that, guys. But you guys know what I'm trying to say right here. Right there, I believe that's an an officer or a sheriff right there um, filling his gas right next to him. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Only $105 for 21 gallons of gas. Oh, my God. I don't know how people are able to put up with that. I literally have no idea. This is, oh, my God. Like, this is, like I said, this is part of the Great Reset, trying to push people off of gas cars and, like, make and push us on, on electric cars. And here's the thing. The electric cars, their batteries aren't, they aren't, don't last that long. It's to control our movement and limit it. And plus, like, um, by 2035, um, like, uh, they're thinking about um, abolishing all um, gas cars and making me uh, outlaw them. Like California even passed a bill like about a year or so ago that's saying that after 2035, they will no longer sell um, cars that run on gas that are new. Yeah, that just lets you know. Five bucks. <laughs> and look, he, he, he put Biden, I did it stickers all over the pump station right here. This is pretty funny. <laughs> Fuck Joe Biden. F Joe Biden. Fuck. Let's go, Brandon. F Joe Biden. Oh my god. Oh my god. So you guys get that idea right there. You guys get it right there. Oh my god. That I, I Jeff is a cool guy. He's a pretty funny guy. Like he like in his videos, whenever he triggers a lot of leftists, he says, Triggered weirdo! Like but this is some pretty funny stuff right here. Like how he comes up with all these ideas to do in his videos, I have no idea. Like he does a whole lot of flag waving videos, but he can't really post them to YouTube anymore. He has to post them to Rumble because YouTube flags a lot of it will flag him. 
because they literally flag him just for having his flag waving videos. Literally, that's what happens. I'm angry about it. I don't like it, but yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Give me one second. We're going to go to this article right here from the Daily Caller. I'm going to bring this right up here. One second. Um, right here from the Daily Caller. A poll. Biden slips underwater in Massachusetts for the first time. And that, my friends, is shocking. Massachusetts is one of the most red states. I mean, blah, blah, blah. Massachusetts is one of the most blue states in the entire country. One of them. Not the most, but it's one of them. One of the top ones. And Biden slips on is, is, is having a bad polling. I want to start reading this article to find out more. For, former Vice President Joe Biden... And it said President Biden, but I'm 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 label, I'm saying former Vice President. So yeah, former Vice President Joe Biden is underwater in a state considered a lot for the Democratic Party, according to poll results published Thursday. Okay, let's look a little more into that. Fifty-five percent of Massachusetts residents disapprove of how Biden has handled his job as president. Yeah, and only thirty-four percent approve. According to the latest um, Chivix poll, I believe that's what it is. So, yeah, like this is how, how pathetic Biden has become. People are turning against the Democratic Party and people are turning against Biden as a whole. Because, like, so, yeah, I am sick of Biden it being there. I would, and I, I can't wait for Trump or DeSantis to get in there in 2024 because we need someone like one of those guys to fix all of this. Because only one of the only someone like those two can 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 um, make the situation much better than it already is. Biden has had a constant positive approval rating in the state since be, becoming president. So, <laughs> making it the first time Biden's disapproval numbers outweighed voters who approve, according to the polling, which has been conducted every month since April 2021. Only 43% of Massachusetts voters disapprove. Wow. Okay. Of Biden and, and Civics May poll. A 10-point difference between May and June. Wow. He's gone down a hell of a lot more since then. And, like, people are starting to wake up because people are getting tired of this inflation. inflation, And also the crisis at the border. And so I'm sick of it, too. And this just, just goes to show where we're going right now. So, yeah. Massachusetts, a Massachusetts, a deep blue state, and it's a very, very blue state. <laughs> that went almost 66% for Biden in the, okay, I'm not going to mention that, shows the former vice president has ha has high disapproval numbers among almost all voting blocks. Yeah, I'm not I, I'm not surprised that um, he got, well, actually, in a little ways, I am surprised he got only 66%. I would have thought he would have had higher, but... I guess things happen. So, yeah, people, um, because Trump actually was turning a lot of things around um, before 2020. So, yeah, it wasn't his fault that 2020 happened in the way that it did. But, yeah. The poll shows that almost 50% of young voters ages 18 to 34 disapprove of former vice president's job. 46% of voters 35 to 49 years old disapprove of Biden, while just 37% approve. Hmm, 
The numbers even out at 46% approval, disapproval among voters ages 50 to 64 and decreased to 34% um, percent disapproval among 65 and older. Wow, like, like as you can see, like um, a lot of a lot of younger people, a lot of younger people like my age are actually starting to disapprove of him more and more. And like I said, gener not not that Zoomers is what is what it is what is actually called, not Gen Z, but it's called Zoomers. Is the first generation in a hundred years to be a teeny bit more conservative conservative than liberal, just a teeny bit. Like they're all like they're all we're, Zoomers are all. Or almost as progressive as um, millennials, but it's just teeny bit more unconservative. So yeah, like I said, this is part of, this is part of the reason why they're so in, desperate to indoctrinate um 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 kid kids like conservative kids um in, into their um, occult or agenda, because they know that in like twenty or so years the states would start to be turning red because you would have more conservative pa families having more conservative kids, and more progressive families are having fewer kids. So you can clearly see where this is going. So, yeah, and that's why I'm, I thank God they're banning critical race theory and stuff like that. So, yeah. Only 12% of Democratic voters in Massachusetts disapprove of how Biden is running the country. Wow. <laughs> Only 12%. Like, wow. Well, it is a deep blue state, so the Democrats in Massachusetts are very progressive. So, yeah. But the number skyrockets to 95% percent among Republican voters should it should be 99 percent I should should be 98 99 percent that's actually lower than it should than I thought it would be so yeah more independent voters 63 percent disapproved than approved which which is 24 percent of the former vice president so <laughs> yeah like people like the younger people are actually disapproving of Biden more than the older people because like well because Massachusetts has always been historically a blue state but like I said, there are more conservative families and more conservative kids that are being born. So that's why it's starting to lean more into the other direction, though. Yeah. But the older people vastly outnumber the younger people in Massachusetts. So that kind of makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. White voters. Yeah. In Massachusetts are more likely to disapprove of Biden than black or Hispanic voters. That, that is true, though. Yeah. Over 56 percent of black voters and 55% of Hispanic voters and 41% of white voters in the state approve of Biden's job as his job. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like it said, it's not really his job. He's actually being told everything what to do by the elites. So it's not really his choice. But but, but to say if this was a lot of his choices, a lot of these. But, yeah, like this, sh it should be hot, much higher than it is right now. Like, as it's actually. The fact I'm glad it's like at least over 50%, but it should be much higher than it, than it is right now. Much higher of a disapproval rating. But, yeah. It, but we have to agree, Massachusetts is a deep blue state. So I gotta, we got to give it that. These numbers mimic Biden's approval num numbers nationwide, with 55% of Americans pointing at their frustration toward the former vice president, reported um, civics. So, yeah. A lot of people are starting against him. An anonymous Democratic strategist told The Hill in April that Biden's disapproval numbers will haunt the Democratic Party in the midterms. Like I said, there's going to be a huge red wave this this November, a huge one. And now, and now a lot, of, and then one, and, and and like a lot of leftists said, like because like when the when the um, leaked document of Roe v. Wade being overturned, like uh, and we still don't know if it's going to be overturned or not. 
I think he, I, I hope it will, but I'm still not convinced that um that whether but what if it's overturned, it will start a blue wave this November. If anything, if it does change anything, and it might, it might change just something slight, some slight stuff, but it's not going to be anything major like that. It will not be. Because guess what? Everything else is so bad and so, so going downhill so fast that people are going to overlook um, or going to not pay attention to the Roe v. Wade decision being overturned. So they're going to be focusing more on these other things, which this is what pissing, is pissing people off all the time now. So, yeah. The problem is simple. The American people have lost confidence in the former vice president. The Democrat strategist told The Hill, you have an energy crisis that's paralyzing and inflation is at a 40-year high. Yeah, it is. And we're heading into a recession. I'm still not convinced it's going to be a recession. I think prices will skyrocket higher than you'll ever than they ever have beforehand. It's going to be probably the worst thing since the Great Depression, I believe. And it might even be as bad, or if not worse, than the Great Depression. It might. I, I don't know, but I think we're going to see something along, along those lines. The analytics site 538 gives civics a B minus grade and it's pollster ratings. Okay. Which means reverted um, um, bias towards the Democratic Party. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it has some sort of a bias, but not too much of it. So, yeah. It just shows how pathetic Biden of a, of a so-called president that Biden is even though I call him former Vice President Joe Biden. So, yeah. Or if you want to call him Brandon, that's fine. Yeah, ne- ne- neither one of them bother me at all. I, if you call him either one of those, no problem. You're not going to hear a single pro- a peep from me. So, yeah. yeah. And we're going to go into this next article, which um, we're talking about impeaching Biden. So, yeah, this is actually going to be an extension of this. This is an extension of talking about Biden, of how horrible of a president he has been. So, yeah, yeah. And this is from Breitbart as well. Oh, sorry, I forgot to bring it up. I'm so sorry about that, guys. Uh, let me bring that up right now. Exclusive candidate calls for to impeach the former vice president. All right. <clears throat> this is from Breitbart. Congressional candidate Carl Paladino. Paladino, I believe that. Yeah, I believe that's how his name. Calls for Republicans to impeach Biden upon taking Congress. And that's the first thing they should do. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene has put forth a lot of um, bills to um, a lot of impeachment um, um, things in in the House, but they've been rejected because the Democrats have the majority right now. But coming this November, they're not going to anymore. So it's going to be a huge, and I mean a huge red wave. One of the biggest waves we'll ever see. I can't wait for it. Mm -mm. Oh, I'm going to read this article right now. Carl Patton. Paladino, a Republican congressional candidate for New York's 23rd District, joined Breitbart News Saturday on Cyrus XM with host Matthew Boyle, I don't know who that guy is, and called for Republicans to immediately impeach the former vice president when they take control of Congress. I hope they do. I hope they do. I hope the rhinos don't get involved and prevent this from happening. Because, like, the first, like, the fact, just the Afghanistan crisis alone, just that alone is impeachable, in, in my opinion. They impeached Trump twice for like for false narrative. For like um, they they impeached him for stuff in Ukraine, and they found out that oh, Trump did doesn't have any Russian connections to. So they 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 had to admit that. So that they, that was proven false. And then they impeached him for January sixth when he never incited that riot. He li- he literally said in the speech on January sixth, 
peacefully and patriotically walk over to the Capitol to make your voices heard. That is not inciting a riot. That is not. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. It's not inciting a riot. The Republican candidate who is endorsed by Representative Elsa Stafak, oh, God, Steve Fanick called for Republicans to impeach Joe Biden, saying that the very first act of Republican Congress should be to impeach this president and get him out of there. Well, well, that and get rid of the January 6th committee. Those are the first two things they have to do. One of those two things first, I'm fine with, but those two have to be getting rid of the moment they get in office. Those has to be because the because the committee is illegitimate and like um Biden is a is terrible at his job right here. He's destroying this country from the inside out. Yeah, <clears throat> Paladino, who served in the military, also contended for that the Biden White House has embarrassed America worldwide. Just with the Afghanistan crisis thing alone is is enough proof, and also with um uh, the Ukraine stuff. Yeah. Because of how how poorly they've handled it. So, yeah. Specifically citing that disastrous execution of our withdrawal from Afghanistan and got a bunch of our soldiers killed that did not need to be killed and got a whole bunch of them wounded. And so, yeah. Before he noted that, a lot of great generals have retired and have gotten out because they can't stand the way the administration handles things. And they're getting out of there for good reason, but... um. With them getting out of there, they're putting in the, the, the pathetic people in there to, like, indoctrinate the, the, the military. And, like, this is dangerous because, like, you're turning the military into soy boys. That's pretty much what this is doing. You're destroying our military, and it's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. And how anyone puts up with it is beyond me. I, Yeah. Palandino, um, additionally, Palandino commented on the current inflation crisis facing American families, noting that the inflation is is debilitating so many people. And I know a lot of people that are. They don't have enough money to put food on the table. I still know, I know a bunch of people with that. And pointing out that gas prices are reaching record highs. Yeah. Pretty soon, no one's going to be able to drive at all. That's going to happen sooner or later. And sooner or later, we're going to turn into Venezuela, which people literally are eating stray animals that are in the streets just to survive. If you look at um, at what Venezuela has become, you see a lot of similarities with how America is at the moment. A lot of similarities. Yeah. The candidate continued, also commenting on the general incompetency of the Biden White House. How do we get to a point where a guy like former Vice President Biden can rise to that level to become president of the United States? I can't comment on that for reasons, but yeah. Host um, Matthew Boyle pointed out that our incentive structure is utterly broken, and it truly is. And it basically allows people like that to fail upwards. Like Our system is currently, um, it's, it's, it's made to fail, and it's made to put us under that's what the, the elites have, have done. Like, yeah, that is just how we have, it, we've become these last few years. Like, they're literally destroying America from the inside out because they hate America, because they hate freedom, and they want to usher in the new world order. And America is all that stands in the way of the new world order. Yeah. The Republican congressional candidate argued that incompetency 
of the Biden administration has made Americans fearful for the future of the country, stating that that today you can't tell your children what the future holds. And it's sad that we've gotten to that point. You can't even tell your, your kids what the future holds or if we're going to be able to put food on the table or if you're going to be able to go to school or, and not be indoctrinated or being shown things. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, you guys know what I'm referring to. If you look at what stuff, what's going on in Florida. Yeah. yeah. You don't know because everything is so messed up in D.C. I can't, I can't stand D.C. How anyone wants to give more and more power to D.C. is beyond me. Like, really, what's right? What's going on right now is that they're trying to strip states of their power to make DC, to make DC the only one that that makes power at all. That's that's just what how it's going right now. It's just like Woodrow Wilson said. Like, um, he believed, like he said, a man can be as big of a should be as big of a man as a man can be. Something along those lines, I should say, because he was actually one of those people that believed that um, the America should be run top down by the elites and that the executive branch should be the ones making strict orders. Which, which is basically like the executive branch controls everything, which is basically what a communist country does. So, yeah. And like, I can't, the fact that we've gotten to this point, just in the fact that this is happening in America, in America of all places, is beyond me. And it scares me for what is going on. So, yeah. All right, we're going to move on to the next, the last topic we have here today. It, this connects directly into this about the presidency. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about this is actually going to be from the New York Post right here. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait one second. Uh, here we go. This, this is from the New York Post. Um, the FBI knew Russiagate was a lie, but hid the truth, which is 100% correct. It's 100% correct. And also, like, um, there were actually some emails between FBI agents um, before the 2016 election. They were saying, like, um, well, there's no way Trump will win. But then they said, like, what if he does win? Just what happens? And, like, they, they didn't believe it is because, like, in a lot of ways, Trump was not supposed to win. But he did win because, like, people were so pissed off about things that were going on. And they just and Trump got elected. This is how it went. So, Yeah. Because, like, we all know that the Russians did not get Trump in. That was proven false when they first tried to impeach Trump. Because, like, literally, literally, like, um, and plus Hillary funded the Russian Gates, approved of the Russian Gate stuff to be given to the media. She approved of it. And the moment that um, it was founded that um, you know, that Hillary was funding this by the media. Look at um, CNN, MSNBC, and um, CBS, all the basically mainstream media. Just look at mainstream media's ratings once we found that out. They tanked. And they tanked because their people were like, we believed you. We believed you, guys. We believed you, and you lied to us. And you knew this was a lie, but you still pushed it. So now we can't trust you at all anymore because you're just going to be pushing this bull crap. Bull crap. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, remember, there were, like, rumors – you heard like whispers from the media before the 2016 election that about Russia being involved and stuff like that. So yeah, that just goes even shows even further. <clears throat> and like um with pushing this Russia gate thing, it hurt us in making a deal with a trade deal with um Russia. It's like if Trump couldn't do it because if he had, it would have the media would have went on after him like with with Russia get Russia 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 gate. So they couldn't do that. 
because it would because like so he had he couldn't do that so he couldn't make a deal which actually if he had made a deal things would have been a lot better than they are today so <laughs> yeah <clears throat> sorry guys my allergies are acting up <clears throat> we're gonna read this article right now <clears throat> The FBI knew the Trump-Russia collusion narrative was utter, 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 utter bunk, even as it suggested otherwise to Congress. Yeah, remember when um Congress actually they literally tried to like the Democrats during the January sixth and twenty seventeen, they literally tried to they literally objected to counting the electorals as they said about the Russia stuff. Okay, they're so why are they allowed to do that? But um, Republicans in 2020 aren't allowed to. That just goes to show how um, it's a double standard. Yeah, the courts in the public early in 2017, evidence revealed by special um, counsel John Durham proves it beyond dispute, and it was proven that there was no collusion whatsoever. So yeah, at real clear investigations, I believe that's how it says, Paul. Sperry lays out the case. So, yeah. <clears throat> Declassified for Durham's probe, a March 2017 memo prepared by Lisa Page for FBI head James Courtney meeting with Congress Gang of Eight, the bipartisan bipartisan ha- House and Senate leaders who oversee the most classified stuff, was a total cook-up job. See, they're even admitting it right here. And like, even after it was proven that it, there was no collusion, a few Democrats, they did apologize to it, but a lot of them just remained silent and just didn't, and just didn't talk about it. So, yeah, that just goes to show you about it. Wait one second. Sorry about that. It advised Corny to present accusations, accusations that Trump's campaign chair, Paul Manfort, and foreign policy advisor Carter Page were working with the Russian government as coming from a conf- conf- confidential Russia-based source with real intel community chops yeah yeah real community chops right in fact the fbi had already established that the root source was u.s-based former on brooklyn's flunker al gore igor Iger. i believe that's how it is forgive me if that's wrong if i'm botching it Iger dan chenko dan chenko i know i'm sorry i'm botching that i already know him Utterly speculative gossip with an ex-girlfriend and a Democratic Party hack. The fact that it was Democrats that was pushing this, so just goes to show you. Like, and it came from the Democrats' accusations. They were the ones that were doing this, pushing it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to read more, a little more into this. So, uh, is it, wait, 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 one second right here. Sorry about that. Uh, okay, right here. That plus publicly reported info. Okay, let's read more. Was all Christopher Steele, a retired British spy who doesn't even speak Russian. So literally, they say this guy who didn't even speak Russian um, was involved with this. So, yeah. Ever had to back up his dosser, and the FBI knew it since at least 2017 when it interviewed Denchenko. Tommy hid all his during his meetings and after, yet the public only learned it years later once the Durham Pro began. So, yeah, we didn't learn, they didn't even learn this till much later on. So, yeah, that just goes to show. Okay, one sec, sorry. 
the corny meeting where he served up these, this, these nonsense stories promoted both House and Senate intelligence committees to open probes, but that was hardly the only poison fruit. So yeah, there was a whole lot more like to this. Like, like they, there was a whole, there, like they were so sloppy with this that, that they were so desperate. Well, actually, they were so desperate to try to prove that Trump um, was colluding with Russia that they actually got sloppy with their evidence and falsifications. So yeah. Okay, FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCable, Cab McCab, I should say, Counterintelligence Officer Peter Zitzort, Zitzort, Zak. I, I don't know. And analyst Brian Aten and Justice Attorney Kevin Kleinsmith pretended but the Danchenko, I, I'm sorry, I'm botching his name, Intel, was credible to give the Foreign Intelligence Service sur, sur, surveillance courts okay for wiretaps or Carter Page and, and dupe the Justice Department to keep granting approval for Trump campaign surveillance. Guess what? The Hillary Clinton, they spied on the Trump campaign, which is illegal. But guess what? Is she going to get any trouble for it? No, she won't get in, in, in any trouble. She just she won't, because there's a double standard, which did not co collaborate with the wild claims. Co 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 corroborate. Sorry, I'm botching them. Again, all while they knew Detchenko had admitted it was baseless. So yeah, they admitted it was baseless, but they still kept pushing it. Why did they keep pushing it? Because they were so desperate to get Trump out of office. Because Trump is a threat to them. And anyone who's a threat to the elites, they are they hate them. They are hated by not only them, but the but the media as a whole. Because guess what? The elites are the ones who own mainstream media. They truly do. So yeah. <clears throat> For years, the media lionize these people as saviors of the republic. Yeah, saviors. That just goes to show you how pathetic this media is. Even after special counsel Robert Mueller's probe turned up zero evidence in support of their claims. So if they can't have any, if, if they don't have any evidence to, to say Trump colluded with Russia, why are you wasting tax dollars in order to, to try to prove it? And there's no evidence for that he did it. So, yeah, that is just an incredibly stupid thing. Like, remember, like, like they cannot find anything on Trump, but they're so desperate to do it. They're, they're doing, they're like, they're going with every little desperate thing they can because they hate him and they do not want him running again in 2024. They just don't. Like, remember when Manhattan, the Manhattan investigation, they, they when they were investigating Trump, they literally had to shut the investigation down permanently because they couldn't find anything on him. And if you couldn't find anything on him because you can't find, if you can't find anything on him, that means he probably didn't do anything. Now, now, just because you don't find anything on someone does not mean they're innocent. But the fact that that they were so desperate and they looked over everything just goes to show how probably a lot of stupid things there are going on in our government. It just does. So, yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to read the rest of this article. It's almost over, but yeah. It was a purely political hit job from the start by top members of the highest law enforcement agency in the land against a candidate and then president they opposed. For all the justified anger at Trump over the January 6th riot, and I'm actually going to show you a video from that too before we go here after this article. After this article, I'm going to show you that, then we're going to end this episode. This methodological and effective deception plot looks far more like an attempted coup. Yeah, like, there's so much evidence to, to suggest that Russiagate was fake that it's actually hilarious. 
literally, because there's no evidence that that it actually happened. No evidence. But guess what? There are still some people out there who push it. And so, yeah. Yet, other than losing their jobs, none of the pl- plotters has paid any real price. Guess what? Saying that um, that happened is technically slander. That is slander. But guess what? Are they going to get any trouble for it? Probably not. Because guess what? They are controlled and they are actually get special privileges. Pri- 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 little privileges. That's what the elites get and what a lot of the Democrats get. Yeah. Comney and Sturtz both, both wrote bestsellers. McCabe even had his retirement benefits restored after being fired for lying under oath under the Biden administration, Brandon administration, I should say. So, yeah, lying under oath and still got um, everything put back in place for him. Got his all of his retirement benefits. That just goes to show you how pathetic this system has become, like how desperate people are to, like, make Trump look bad. They, because people who who go who obey the elites and obey the system, they get special privileges. So yeah. And speaking of special privileges, I'm gonna show you this last video. That um, this last video. Then we're gonna wrap this episode up. As you guys know, I talked. I showed you that video about the gas things from Jeff from Pay the Trump. He also posted this on his channel. I'm gonna go right into that. Uh, one second. Uh, one second. Uh, Pay the Trump. Right here. Give me one second. I'm finding that video uh, right here. As you guys know, with um, doing special privileges, like I said, obviously we know January 6th was was a coup. What it really was, was like um, the, it was not a bunch of Trump supporters that started the riot. What it was, was FBI agents and Antifa thugs that infiltrated, dressed up like Trump supporters, and attacked the cap and like and, um, rioted at the Capitol. That's just how it was. And like they were, they were actually working with people to like make not only Trump make not only make Trump look bad, but also make all conservatives and Republicans look bad. That's just how. That's just what it was. That's the entire goal of it. And like so, yeah. And as you guys know, who this Ray Epps guy is? Ray Epps is is um was a guy who was who's his face um like a lot of people's faces went up on the FBI um 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 thing website, but this guy his he was his he was taken down. And he was not arrested and is not being charged. Even though there's a whole lot of video footage of this guy actually encouraging people to go into the Capitol. And and get and guess what? And like when that happened, a lot of people started calling him a Fed. So and he's not being charged. And also, like um when um um when the Senate um, um questioned the FBI about it, they asked if Ray Epps was a federal agent. The FBI refused to comment on it. Literally, the FBI refused to comment on it. Literally. But after I play the, you this video, I want to show you that, that clip first, that clip after this. Like that because that clip is I'll say. because that clip is really interesting. So yeah, we're gonna play this right here. So yeah. And like this is all this the footage of this Ray Epps guy encouraging people to go into the Capitol. Just watch it. I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say we need we need to go. I'll say it. All right. We need to go in to the Capitol. Let's go! I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail for tomorrow. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. People are saying, what? Like, and shocking that someone would say that. And look, right here. Peacefully! Fed! Fed! 
see, he's people are starting to I'm chant Fed. But this guy, I'm almost positive he's a Fed federal agent. He's an FBI. He's either an FBI agent or an FBI informant. And look, and, and like, look at how he's reacting to it. Like he said, peacefully. So, yeah, that just goes to show you. Yeah. He's telling people to go into the Capitol. He was trying to get them to go into it. That just goes to show. It's, I'm, this guy ha- is obviously some. Inf- he's, he's either an agent or an informant. And the guy's also wearing um wearing gear, so camel gear. Yeah, I'm. Um, that just makes that just reinforces my that. It just reinforces it. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, basically, he was encouraging people to break through the gates. So, yeah, and plus, like, um, FBI agents and inform FBI informants, they can't incite violence. Like, they're there to gather information. That's what their their goal is. Their goal is not to like incite violence. Guess what? The fact that if this guy is is actually an, an agent or an informant, he should be going to jail because like. Even because agents are because like you're not the the, pe- the people aren't the one that incited it. He is. That just goes to show you. Like I'm gonna show you that right there. Like Ted Ted Cruz Ray Epps. I'm gonna play this because he did this like right here. Uh, let me get to that part right there. Like this part right here. Who? Like this is Michael. He like on the on his podcast verdict with Ted verdict with Ted Cruz. He talked about it. Like I'm gonna go find that clip right there. That, that, that where he questioned them. So I want to. Who is I wanna, Ray Epps? I want to play this right here so that everyone can see. I'm trying to find it right here, right here. Here it is. And and the FBI and DOJ refused to answer that. Look, did any FBI agents any F- or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January sixth? Sorry, I can't answer that. Refuse to answer the question. That just goes to show. <laughs> I'm almost positive that, like, it's pretty obvious there were FBI agents and informants in the crowd. There are also Antifa thugs that were in that crowd too that were like that were inciting it. So yeah, the Antifa thugs were the ones that climbed over the wall and and pulled over those their black hoods to reveal themselves. So yeah, Miss Sadburn. Ms. Who is Ray Epps? Right Epps. here. I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well, <laughs> oh my God! So, this is how pathetic the FBI is. How pathetic it is. There are a lot of people who are understandably who are concerned about Mr. Epps. Yeah, I am. I mean, these. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess that just shows you that. January 6th was was a coup. What it was, it was not a bunch of Trump supporters that incited that riot. It was a bunch of um eight um, um peep feds and a bunch of Antifa thugs that incited it to make conservatives and Republicans look bad. 
because their goal is to alienate all conservatives, just to remove them from society, basically. So, yeah, that just goes, and this this just goes to show you how desperate and how shady the Democrat, and to show how terrible of a person Biden is. I'm pretty sure, but I know Biden was. I think Biden could have been. A, it was possible, a strong possibility that he was aware of that, aware that the, there were people that were in the crowd that were feds. So, yeah. And plus Antifa, too. Like, um, as you guys know, they're funded by a bunch of the elites as well because Antifa are, they are controlled opposition. That's just what they are. Like, so, yeah. All right, now, this episode's gone on long enough. I'm, I'm going to head out right now because I need to get some sleep and some rest for tomorrow. So, yeah. I think I'll be back up on YouTube tomorrow. Now, like I said, this episode and all the other episodes I've done in between the time since um, I'm being um, suspended or oh, having a one-week suspension from YouTube will not go up on YouTube because I cannot risk getting another strike. I just can't risk that. I, I don't like it either, but that's just how it is, so. Yeah, sorry if if you guys are going to be a little confused when I come back to come back, but it it just is what it is. I just can't take that risk anymore. So yeah, yeah. All right, guys, make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel, and turn on notifications. Also, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, RSS Podcasts, uh, Minds, Gab, CloudHub. And yeah, that's all of them. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Like, I know there's a whole lot of them, but I just got to remind everyone to just go check those out just to follow me on there. So I'm just trying to grow the brand, like just like everyone else is, so anyone else would too. So <clears throat> yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This has been episode number 49. Catch you guys later. Peace. Mm-hmm.